TJ Weber, Nick Yale, and producer Nick Tolly. Brews on the balcony. What's going on, everybody? Welcome into Brews on the Balcony, Nick. Wow, I feel like I'm in a club. Get ready. Like, I feel like I'm about to walk out on stage and, and everybody, welcome, Nick Yale. And it's like, this could be the intro to my stand-up. This, and everybody's this, like clapping and shit. No, this new intro fucks. Straight up fucks. This intro. Nice word. Yeah. Dench. I'm glad we got Dench. it. It's it's just the other one was way too cartoony. I just I, I wasn't a fan. Every time I heard it, I'm like cringing. Like God, that's so two years ago. We're better than that. It, it, I know. I mean, I, it was all all spurred off of your uh, your original uh, overtime uh, hit with uh, with Weezer and stuff. I loved that. I love that intro. No, it, it may have been first pitch. I don't know which one it was that I liked. It had all the it had all the like the the cartoons and like the 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 drops from various uh various tv shows and stuff yeah i always enjoyed that one so i always listened to your show while i was on my drive into work from uh like at like 4 a.m before the morning show yeah when it, i was in was interning there so i i, I listened to tj weber before tj weber and i even know who he, he was a fan work. before he came on board and now all he does I was, is talk I was shit a on big me TJ. I was like, oh my God, I, I, I want to be TJ Weber. He was fanboying. He was fanboying. Whenever I would text Nick, I go, hey man, I'm interested in doing a podcast. Do you want to get on board? He's like, oh my God, TJ Weber's texting oh me. Oh my gosh. He was so excited. Oh He's like all giddy. He's like, oh, oh okay, God. TJ's texting me. Do you remember yeah. the first time we ever met? Awkwardly, when you were walking out of the walking out of your show, I'm like, oh, TJ, what's up? You're like, well, oh, hey, man. Well, I was a big shot. I, I was like, who's this guy? I don't. Who this guy yeah. doesn't matter. He's just a punky intern. I'm on the air from eight to ten at night. I'm a big deal. I'm paying for showtime. Obviously, <laughs> at, I'm a star. At, at that point, it was like from four to six, but <laughs> yeah, five to, to seven a.m. Holy shit! Five five, five to seven a.m. The that freaking brutal on top time of school was a fucking nightmare. I enjoyed the show. I had a blast doing it, but oh my god, you want to talk about being sleep deprived? Holy shit! Dude, honestly, I uh, I miss those studios. I miss nine twenty studios over on uh, over over downtown in the central West End. Those those like the studios because the old lady that worked the front desk, and then like the green room that wasn't really a green room at all. It was just like a fucking closet. Yeah. Before we moved over, it to was the, a dentist office. You, it was it used to be a dentist yeah, office. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was. Did yeah. you ever go to? Uh, did you ever go to the five ninety studios before the old five? Did you go to the old five ninety yeah. studios? St. Charles. That's when I was. Uh, I came back from Quincy, and I, that was my second stint oh, with Inside right. STL. Well, well, technically it was with five ninety, yeah, but yeah. McKernan got me that gig too. Um, but yeah, that, uh, was, yeah, that when was you that was were something. on the night show. With Berger and, and those guys, yeah. right? Heavy hitters. That's it. Heavy hitters. Heavy hitters. Yeah. Heavy hitters. Wow. Good times on the heavy hitters. That was a really great Good show. Time. Got a lot of that was got back a, when a lot Carly, of money. That was back when Carly was still with uh, with uh, the We Are Live guys and everything. Yeah. Man, yeah. Throwback. That's why I, throwback. you know, right when we were done with that, I said, I got to do something with radio, something with hosting you know i i got all these talents nick and i gotta i gotta let it flourish i gotta let everybody hear my incredible pipes you know and i gotta get my hot takes like where am i gonna get my hot takes now you know are the cardinals gonna be able to win another world series or are we just gonna you know make the playoffs every once in a while and just 
you know, bum fuck around. I don't know. Like, I need to get that take out there. So that's why we created. We need to go get Francisco Lindor. We yeah. got to do it. We, what are we, we doing we, here? We gave up on cold why are we not resigning Yachty right now? I mean, the guy is going to be one of the best catches of all time when he goes down, and you're going to let the Yankees walk in and just grab him. Is that pretty good? It's like a really Skip Bayless type. Really? Thing. Are you kidding me? We could be that show. We could do that. Wainwright. Wayno and Yachty, they both walk away? What are you, crazy? We can do this all day. World Series guys right here. Centerpieces to the franchise. Tali, I know we're talking about doing a baseball podcast down down the road, but I don't want to stir you up too much, but I want to stir you up a little bit. DJ LeMayhew and the Yankees are $25 apart, I heard. Tough. Hello, Tali. Yeah, I don't know what they're doing over there. It's, It's mostly one year. They're one year apart. One year, $25 million. Just give the guy the blank you can, check. You can, have, you can have Colton Wong if you want. You know, I think he's going to get good-looking no, Cardinal Red. Cardinal Red is where I he want, belongs. I want, I want the guy Wong. that can make contact every time. I want Francisco Drives runners Lindor. in every time. Francisco Lindor. I want Francisco Lindor. I'll We're take not, him. We don't need Arnado. I want Francisco Lindor, damn it. So where do you put DeYoung? Third base and you put Tommy at second? Tommy Edmond? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Interesting. Your hot takes on the Cardinals. Will Francisco Lindor make it to the Cardinals? 314-877-8597. I feel like we're we're 101 ESPN around here. <laughs> 101 ESPN. <laughs> we the could, pride we could, of St. Louis sports. Thing is, we could do that, but we, could, we would bullshit. They actually have facts. We would sit there and bullshit the whole time. Be like, what yeah, Lindor bat last year? Uh... One eighty-seven, not an on a good yeah, day. Yeah, one sixty-four against lefties when it was raining on Sundays. I think something like that. That'd be that'd be great. I mean, that's basically what Francesca does anyway. So you got to do like these really obscure stats that like nobody would actually fact check because it's like impossible to find. So you said oh, there. he had a six. He had, he had a nine oh eight WAR last year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He had yeah. That's well, not even possible. Yeah. but you gotta mumble it you gotta be like he had a nine war last year it was crazy and then you just like get into another topic like the guy who you need the guy who hit 200 on a one two count again balls at eight o'clock to 8 15 at night yeah while raining when there was a full moon what what, what's the launch angle what what's the exit velo i mean we talk about contact all the time what's the exit velo these guys come on the exit velo i want to know Why'd you draft this guy? I really liked his exit velo when he was in college. Good exit velo. Really, really makes hard contact. Gary Sanchez, great exit velo, but he's got terrible batting average. Like 100 strikeouts. Guy's got 10 home runs this year through the first month. 100 strikeouts, though. Fuck. You know how mad coaches have to get like for the media that go way too in-depth with statistics, and they're just like, why'd you put him in there? Because his war was this, and it upped his whip, and blah, blah, blah. And the guy goes, I don't know. He's pitching well. He was. I thought he was hot out there. Put him out there. I don't my, know. My my favorite is still the um, when it's like draft day, mainly for NBA and, and NFL, and you got the analysts up there. Well, this is a really good program guy. You know, he he's a really hard hitter. You know, speed, big hands, good feet. Like you're like what? he has the possibility of being a five tool guy. You know, five tool guy, really, really great baseball. I great guy in the clubhouse. I mean, always willing to just get the boys together. I mean, type of guy that you would want on your ball club. Every single guy that's in the first round, they say that about this is a type of guy that can hit the ball on any given day. He can really square it up and and hit the ball hard. I'm telling you. And when he runs the bases, 
he'll round that first base bag and just take off. I mean, it's insane. It's like, I love the the foot the football isms are my favorite though. He's like downhill runner, yards after contact. <laughs> like good feet, big hands. Big hands. Quick feet. You know what they say that guy. He's aggressive. What what are yeah, what are some other footballisms? Oh man, he's uh let's see. He he's got poise. He's got poise in the pocket. He's got real poise like, in the real po- nice poise, poise in the, in the pocket. pocket. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, Which one did you say, Tally? Movement. Quick twitch. Quick twitch. twitch. Yeah. He really gets down in the trenches. Gets down in the <laughs> yeah. trenches. Uh, he's aggressive. <laughs> he's an aggressive guy. He gets down in the trenches. Really moves his feet. He's the type of guy you want in your clubhouse, in your locker room. Oh, uh, he's a dude. You got to get the dudes. Oh, the dudes, the guys. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's a yeah. dude. Yeah. This guy is a dude. DK Metcalf, when you look at him, that's just a dude. That's a football player right there. Good speed, good quickness, gets off the line of scrimmage, yards after contact, downhill runner. That's an athlete right there. I want him on my ball club. You know, Nick, I think we got to start doing that as a spoof. And, like, we dress up and do, like, a whole green screen reenactment of, like, a sports center thing where they get, like, hot takes, but do everything really (laughs) generic. Now you look at this guy like a cup of coffee. He's hot. He's on it at all times. Really physical, good downhill runner, probably going to be a second-round pick. Maybe a little bit leaning into third round. Some teams evaluate his off-the-field off the field issues. Could be a locker room problem, but he's an athlete. So we look at high first round, low third round kind of guy. And then you got Gruden coming in. You got Spider-2-Y-Banana, man. You got Teddy Bridgewater. He'll... He'll get back in the pocket, and he'll sling this one. Now, tell me where you think this quarterback can roll out here. He's so funny. Yeah, you got to scrunch the nose. Let me tell you about this guy. Football kind of guy. Hey, man. Let me tell you about Teddy Bridgewater, man. Okay. Teddy Bridgewater. He's a hell of a quarterback. Yeah. Quarterback. Fucking eyes get really fucking wide. His eyes get really fucking wide. Just nods his head nonstop, looks around. You know the truth, man? Oh, man. Tell you what, you can't handle the truth. Frank Caliendo does audio send to pod, a T. Audio podcast. No one. We were looking at that uh, earlier today. We were looking at impressions. Who do you think? Who is your favorite impersonator? Favorite impersonator. Frank Caliendo's pretty good. Yeah, he's yeah. got to be my number one. Just because he's Jamie the one I've watched Fox more than anything. J- Jamie Fox and Jay Farrow are both. Jay Farrow's really good. Jamie Fox is. Jamie's oh. Fox doing Shaq is fucking hilarious. Have you ever seen his stand up? I don't know Jamie how he Fox does Jamie Foxx doing Shaq, LeBron. They both do Obama pretty well. Yeah. Uh, Mike Tyson. Jamie Foxx and Mike Tyson is impeccable. Uh, Jay Farrow doing like uh, Jay-Z or uh, Kevin Hart. His Kevin Hart is it's really good. Jay Farrow's Denzel Washington is, is unbelievable. Yeah. Like, Have you ever seen one of the funniest so things? Amazing. So it wasn't really an impression, but it was Kevin Hart during stand-up and Shaq and LeBron, or I guess just LeBron was in the, in the uh, audience when he was with Cleveland. And Kevin Hart did a bit about how Shaq, every time he falls over, he like goes on his back, but then his legs go up in the air. So he like kept doing it, and LeBron was in tears laughing about how fucking funny it was. <laughs> and they did a side by side of of Shaq, like he would literally fall flat on his stomach, roll around, and then the legs go up. <laughs> it's like he like went over the top. It was so funny. But uh, that's fantastic. Yeah, some of the comedians are just so quick. You know, unlike Nick, doesn't really have any impersonations. We've tried this before. And uh, you know, doesn't really work out. Yeah, for us. not not really. It's a Sean Connery. Sean, hello. 
Merry Christmas. I tried to do the Grinch. I, I see. I need to do the Grinch. Like I need to do the actual thing from Grinch. The actual uh, screenplay. Uh, yeah, like the script. I need like the script in front of me to read. Like two o'clock, we do this. Three o'clock, load. Six o'clock, eat dinner without. You know, I don't know what this what the actual yeah, script yeah. is, but uh, if you did the actual. I've seen, I've seen people do. I've yeah. seen people do it before. I tell you what, though. So Matthew McConaughey. Uh, if we can go to we can go to our headlines. Matthew McConaughey put out a right, challenge all right, today. All right. He wanted people to do impersonations of him, and of course, Joey Molinaro got involved. And uh, he's posting all these to Instagram, like basically taking the best ones, putting it on his Instagram story, and like tagging them. And then I forgot he's giving something to the winner. I forgot what it was, but they're just all like impersonating like uh, Matthew McConaughey with his book. He's sitting there like it's great promotion. The guy's a genius. He knows what he's doing. People are going to do impressions and. People are going to buy the damn book, and there you go. That's why he's been on, like, every podcast. He was on Part of My Take. He was on a couple more Barstool ones, I think. Um, but you got to check that out. Joey Molinaro is, is incredibly talented. He is – Nick, Tom, we almost got him on this program. Right before he got to Barstool, we were going to get him on this program, and then we unfortunately yep. didn't hear from him again. <laughs> Came close. Came very, very close. Yeah. Tom Felton's also doing a uh, – had been doing a competition. This was a few months ago. The people that can do the best putter impersonation Harry Potter and, uh, and he was uh, well no you gotta do the Tom you gotta do the Draco though Potter Potter, Harry and, so, Potter. And, and he was uh, going on and like duetting them on TikTok I tell you what speaking of TikTok holy shit boys we need to get on the talk a little bit more because TikTok is pop everything people said about TikTok is true Book It Sports has been on TikTok for like the past week I think we posted like a hundred TikToks we almost almost surpassed our Twitter following on TikTok in like less than a week, and these videos pop off. Some videos got like fifty thousand views on them. Fifty thousand. Your your booking videos oh, yeah. do. Some of them have, yeah. Let's see. Trent got one, I think. Well, Dave got. I don't know if it's Trent or Dave that got one that had like eighty thousand views uh, today. That we posted, I think, like. Yeah, uh, it was yesterday. Chiefs Chiefs game fifty seven. And a half thousand, fifty-seven thousand views. Oh my for god! Chiefs bad, for the Chiefs, bad beat on the field goal uh, at the end of the game. Literally, like a sixty-second video, six hundred twenty likes, two hundred twenty-five comments, and fifty-seven thousand views. So, like, what are we supposed to do on there? Like, what are two late or three Dude, just, late twenty-year-old guys supposed to do on TikTok? Like, what what bro, are we gonna do? I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I did a video. I'll literally reenact it right now. So this was talking about the Cowboys-Ravens game. And I was saying, and the Ravens spread was like 13 and a half, something, something crazy like that. And I was like, or no, it was, it was seven and a half. And so I said, I was like, listen, tomorrow night's Monday night football game. This is what's going to happen. Ravens are going to go three and out right away, punt the ball. Cowboys are going to go down, kick or get a touchdown. Andy Dalton, the CD Lamb's going to fuck you over. And then you're going to be down 15 and a half points. Better bet, go with the Cowboys. That was the video. Got 15,000 views on TikTok. The fuck? That, that, that's that's all it was. It was just it was me saying that with like the the line underneath me talking and with like the spread from it was like from book it and it was on there and got like fifteen thousand views. So 8, you're 000, saying like if we start posting like clips of this show on TikTok, we're gonna get like fifty thousand views, but we don't talk about anything interesting half the time. I don't know about necessarily clips directly from this show because those. Like the clips that we pull always do better on Twitter. The, the horizontal videos never do very well on 
They're no, not but made if, for TikTok. Same with, but if you do it the right Instagram. way, on, on Premiere, Nerd Talk, on the video editing software I use, you can put it in the same dimensions as Instagram or TikTok. So, I mean, as long as you're posting in those dimensions. If it's quick and if it's quick and back and forth, it's you have to use the right hashtag. So here we learned from we lo- we had a TikTok meeting this week. We learned oh, from a guy a that worked TikTok for TikTok. Meeting. All right, this guy's actually a former NFL player. Hakeem is his name. You can look him up on TikTok. Got a lot of followers, and he was telling us that TikTok 101 right here. Tips for all the TikTokers out there: never hashtag FYP. That's for you, Paige. If you look go on TikTok, you have your FYP. You have your following, right? FYP is like things you might be interested in to find new people. Great, great uh, philosophy here when crowdsourcing your content. But if you hashtag FYP, it goes into some weird click-through funnel that doesn't actually get your shit out there, right? So don't ever hashtag FYP if you're a new TikToker out there. Uh-huh. Second piece of advice he said was to keep it short and grab attention right off the top. So say, hey, stop scrolling or, you know, hey, check this out. Something like that right off the top. Uh-huh. And, uh, and so we had this whole TikTok meeting and to learn how to utilize TikTok. And so far, it's fucking working. Another thing they said to do was go and look for trending hashtags. And then because you can actually upload, this is very interesting. You can click on a hashtag. So say I click on personal finance. I can click on personal finance hashtag. I can make a personal finance video and I can upload it directly to that feed, that personal finance feed. So it's like, unlike just taking the hashtag and putting it there, you're uploading it directly to that that area, I guess. I'm not super familiar with what he was saying, but um, apparently it's been working because we've been uploading all our stuff to sports betting TikTok and our stock is going up, up, up. Nice. Very, very fast. Good shit. Yeah. Well, we got to start doing That's that. Something, yeah, like organically for content growth, TikTok and LinkedIn are the number two like that you can just post shit on. LinkedIn's kind of hard for us to do, but if we ever got into that back into business stuff, business on the balcony type stuff, performs very well there but um tiktok for sure we we've taken all of our attention away from instagram and anything that we were doing on instagram and moved it all into tiktok like tiktok is probably one and twitter's probably two right now in terms of like where we're producing our content because tiktok has so much traction right now yeah there's so, so many people on traction. that app yeah yeah and Fucking it's honestly it's a, it's a huge it's a huge platform because there's different audiences it's different age groups now it's everybody's on it. You know, I, w- I didn't really get it when I was first on it. It was just kind of like people dancing. And like, honestly, I was a big vine guy. Well, see it. So I didn't really it's get evolved from that. Has it? It, it? It's much more like vine now. Cause like, for instance, and also the ability to, um, duet videos. Now, for instance, Dave got on TikTok two days ago, two days ago, mm-hmm. he has 24,000 likes, 924 followers, and he posted his biggest video today, got 157,000 views. Oh my this God. is today. Doing what? This is this is today. All he does is react to videos. It's just he duets a video and he sits there like this and goes, ah, ha, ha, and posts it. That's all he does. He doesn't say anything. It's just his face reacting to whatever the video is. Boom, he posts it. Hundred and fifty seven thousand views. Like what am I missing here? Like I Dave's a Dave's like an entertaining guy. I like Dave, but like if you put I don't know, you put Kelly Clarkson reacting like that, why does it get hundred and fifty thousand views? That makes I, it, I don't get it. It's just because the video that he duetted was like a super popular video. Like let's see what the video actually was. It's like Yeah, I don't even I don't know. I'm not gonna play it on the show because well, actually we can play the audio right here. here play you the audio, Nick. Play the audio. We'll go back to we're smoking so much marijuana, I can smell it from my front door. I just have a question for you. 
That's it. She's putting some shit in a bowl. Hold on. Okay. This is She's mixing something together. Stuff. Captivating stuff. I don't know what she's making. She it looks like she's making like a dessert or something. It's 157,000 views. I'm waiting for the end. I'm very intrigued now. We got the A. I'm not intrigued at all, and neither is our audience. I think it's cookies. All right, we're we're. This we're... sounds like there's 157,000 brain dead people out there. You want to be friends? <laughs> okay. That was stupid. That <laughs> yeah. Was what was that? That was worse than anything know. we've had, had on the show. Had 157,000 views on it. Had to check what out it was. It was just a lady making cookies, and so... he was reacting to it. That's oh, what I mean, though. TikTok's TikTok. huge, though. People I get it. People watch this shit. We got to get on TikTok. Yeah, if they're watching we that, we get... can we could be fucking millionaires. Like the big web video, for instance. We should put that out on Bruise on the Balcony TikTok. Yeah, honestly. When you start, we need to make one China for, for Bruise on the Balcony. Yeah. We already have a Bruise on the Balcony TikTok. Yeah, we haven't touched it in like a year. I think the last doesn't, one we did was matter. from. I know. I'm just saying. Anyway, can, yeah, you're. I mean, uh, we're, we're ready. We're ready established there. Yeah, we're established. I'm gonna look how many followers we have. Hit us up on TikTok. We have, we have we have 31 followers there. Why? We haven't posted. We did like one video, and it was me in borders. <laughs> the, we the, have like, 100. No, I deleted that one. We have 161 likes though. Nick's first TikTok video. He goes, TJ, what are you doing? And I picked up a book, and he goes, Oh wow, you gonna buy that? And I go, No. And he, I put it down, and that I got, was, I got I 500 was... views. That video got 500 views and like 50 likes. And I'm like, What the fuck is wrong with people? Literally, I grabbed the you, book. Man. He goes, You gonna buy that? I go, No. And I put it back. It's so <laughs> stupid. It was so stupid. I was, ex was experienced. That was a fun night, though. We bought a bunch of video games and then went. And yeah, cracked to thirty at the uh, at the house at the old apartment. At the old apartment, ah, the old studio, the old stomping grounds. The old studio. You ever miss the old studio? I don't. Not not once. No. All this room, I just like sit there and I go, man, I really miss the old studio. And I just, I don't. I don't miss it one bit. Sitting underneath blankets so it didn't fucking echo and swinging that second <laughs> arm around if we had a guest, like so people Dude, could it was talk. So cold in there too. It was so cold. So cold. Oh my god. So cold. We had the dead squirrel on our vent. Anyone shot outside the old studio? Yeah, someone almost got shot yeah, outside yeah. of our apartment complex. Yeah. That happened. Yeah. So I think we're better off here. At least it didn't here. actually happen. Luckily. Yeah. yeah. No shit. There were shots fired. There were shots fired. Shots fired. So, somebody on Saturday got shot outside my apartment. Nice. <sighs> Good old St. Louis. Good times. Good old St. Louis. Good times. Your thoughts are welcome. This is the longest intro we've ever had on the show. 314-877-8597. Because we still got a lot of things to get to today. But uh, hit us up on TikTok. We're gonna be putting some premium tent on uh, on TikTok. We can't wait. We we are. Oh, we're, we're gonna, gonna have Caller Joe premium. shaking his ass or something. It's gonna be it's gonna be wonderful. Oh yeah, Daddy. Save that. <laughs> uh, let's get to some topics today. Uh, so last week we put out a, a new bracket. It was a best cereal bracket. Unfortunately, I I Nick. To vote. Yeah, you did. Thanks for promoting. We had. Uh, not many votes, so we've decided to uh, wait until 2021. Uh, we're going to get a new bracket coming out in January. Probably do once a month, and we're probably going to go away from the one-day voting. Yeah. I think we got to spread it back out. Because, like, I went and, like, looked at it, and I was like, it's like, championship. And I'm like, wait, what? I was in meetings for, like, two hours, and all of a sudden we're all the way in the championship already? Yeah. That was an experiment. Uh, it hasn't yeah. worked out. We th I thought that was what people wanted to kind of stay locked in, but uh, we're going to spread it out again and have some fun with it. So, Back your, to your thoughts on Cinnamon Toast Crunch winning as best cereal? 
Uh, yeah, that's a uh, that's tough. I, I would not put it at the the winner now because here's my thing. When I was in, uh, I'm gonna take us all the way back. We're gonna go back in time to uh, sixth grade science class, and we were doing our science fair projects. And Mrs. Jutz was asking us if we needed an idea for a science fair project. Where is this going? One thing she, one listen to me. One thing she would be interested <laughs> in knowing is. What cereal stays? I don't know what the opposite of soggy stays not soggy the longest. Quit talking because crunchy. She, she might need to get up and answer the phone while eating breakfast, and she wants to come back to her cereal, but she doesn't want it to be soggy. Cinnamon Toast Crunch would be last in that category. Cinnamon Toast Crunch is soggy and mushy by the time you take that last bite. Does not stay crunchy long enough. So I would say there's no reason that Cinnamon Toast Crunch should be the number one seed. I would still stick with Reese's Puffs. Maybe a Captain Crunch could could get there. Oh, shit, my computer's dying. <laughs> <laughs> my God, you're just... I, I mean, you are absolutely just, like, crumbling. You look, thought, look at him run. thought he would have charged that. He shows up an hour late to the sh- yeah. show. Oh, I gotta, still, go, I gotta go get Chick-fil-A. Let me go eat. And then he goes, oh, hot take right in the middle of his story. He's finally doing the best part. We've been waiting all day for this fucking story. And he finally gets there and goes, oh, sorry, my computer's dying. And he just takes off. <laughs> Fuck, Nick. We're good. God. We're going to clip That'll that make for, for a sure. good clip, that, though. That's going to definitely be clipped. <laughs> Would you like to finish your story? But anyway, yeah, cinnamon toast, cinnamon toast crunch should not be number one. In conclusion, <laughs> that's 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 what we waited for. Okay, no, I agree. I, I I think it's uh, unfortunately another number one seed wins. How many brackets have we had that number one seed wins every single time? I mean, come on, people! Like Reese's Puffs is the best like cereal in that bunch. Seed, like seed like cinnamon toast crunch is like a sixteen seed, or McDonald's is like a fifteen seed, just a just to switch it up and make make it like a different seed. Just to just to change it up, see what people react. Yeah, yeah. We had I mean, a lot just of hate the committee, from the cereal bracket. Committee, committee does a yeah, just committee does a good job of seeding. Clearly, I guess so. We we get we're gonna figure it out though. We're gonna get thirty two teams again, thirty two uh, seed bracket, and we're gonna actually kind of space it out again, get some more interaction. So, but uh, yeah, cinnamon- I'm telling you, maybe. Well, yeah, TikTok doesn't have the voting. Um, capability, but I feel like these would do well on TikTok. Somehow figuring it out. Do some type of bracket breakdown. So Nick, create create a TikTok video promoting each round and link it to the Twitter accounts so people can go vote. There we go. See, that's, that's just thinking I- right there. It's an interesting idea. However, making people take a link to somewhere else doesn't usually work, but we'll try it. Can't knock until you try it, though. We haven't tried TikTok much yet on Bruise on the Balcony. But we could. We're entertaining people sometimes. So maybe it'll work Uh, out for us. Sometimes. Sometimes. We can be entertaining. We have our moments. Uh, I'm the most entertaining. Did you see... That's not true. That's not true. Did you see this uh, picture of this person that posted all of these videos or these movies that were all stacked up? And it said you could oh, only yeah. so you could I'm only pick one. Is that what the story was, Tali? Or which one you you can watch first? They wanted to know which of these movies you would watch first. So Big I'll T read them list, off for the Big listening audience. Up. For the podcast audience. My dad, my, my dad will like this one. I'm interested in his opinion. So these are Go the top movies down. you can change you can choose from. 
Okay. The Wolf of Wall Street, Reservoir Dogs, The Godfather Collection, the trilogy, the the three disc collector's edition of American Gangster, mm-hmm. the Dark Knight trilogy. It's a good one. No Country for Old Men, Mad Max Fury Road, mm-hmm. the Deer Hunter, Heat, American Psycho. The Boondock Saints, mm. Gangs of New York, mm. Scar- Scarface two disc anniversary edition. Nick, oh. two special features. <laughs> yeah. Two disc. Mystic River, The Departed, Training Day, and Goodfellas. So, no! two of those last three are some of the best ever. So, which ones? Departed and Goodfellas. Were my first yeah. two that I was looking at, and honestly, this person loves the gangster movies. So at first, I I thought the question was if you had to pick one in this one to watch forever, and you can't watch the other ones or something. I was I was gonna say Godfather because you can watch the trilogy. You got one and two there. Three, who fucking cares? But you got one and two. If I have to just say which one I'm watching first, I'd probably go Wolf of Wall Street's also up there for me. I'd probably say The Departed. It's a close. One where Departed's here, and Goodfellas is like right there, and then Wolf of Wall Street's right below that. It's very close. So yeah. I say we think about it even this way. You have to watch all of these movies consecutively. Ooh. Which are you watching first? See, that that's one, like, I don't... Like, there's a lot of gangster movies in there, and so I'd probably have to break those up with some other ones. That's why I've seen... I. Th- think all of them uh there may be one or two in there i haven't seen pretty sure i've seen them all though in uh deer hunter actually i haven't watched in a really long time i haven't watched that one since high school really good movie underrated movie probably not a lot have you guys even seen have you seen deer hunter before? who is that ah man i can't even remember who who, who's in it it's an older movie for sure um i want to say 1970s 1980s okay um would be my guess. Again, I could be completely wrong. Haven't watched it since I was, yeah, 78. Oh, yeah, it's Bob De Niro. Um, yeah, and yeah, so yes, De Niro's in it. Christopher Walken's in it. Uh, John Savage. And good, good movie. I, I, I don't really even recall. I can't remember like the whole plot line again. It it's says uh, an in-depth examination of the ways in which the U.S.-Vietnam War impacts and disrupts the lives of people yes. in a small yeah, yeah, industrial yeah. town in Pennsylvania. So yep. you got... Yeah. Uh, De Niro, as he said, Christopher Walken, John Savage, and then John, I don't want to botch his name, but I'm going to, uh, is it Cazell? It's it's Fredo from uh, Godfather Part 2. I don't know how to say yes. it. Yep. He actually passed away, um, that was a long time ago. Holy crap. He died in 78? Holy shit. Anyway. The movie was in 78. No, he died in 78 too. Wow. Anyway, so that's that's Fredo from uh, Godfather. I'm trying to yeah, see. Well, re- release the release date was 79, February 23rd, 79. Gotcha. But yeah, uh, Deer Hunter actually really good movie. If you haven't watched it, definitely worth uh, checking it out. Interested? Kind of is what De Niro the be... best actor of all time? We've had this Ooh. discussion before. Like we've talked about our favorite actors. I'm talking like you know the the line of work, like quality work, like hasn't had many duds. Who's the greatest actor of all time? To me, it's got to be either De Niro, Pacino might be in there, probably not, and then I'd say Leo for sure. Like, you know, because Leo doesn't Leo. do a ton, but when he does something, it's fucking awesome. De Niro's the same way. De, Nier- 
De Niro's got some range, though. I mean, he's done some comedy with like Meet the Parents and that stuff. Mm-hmm. You've got the all the way to the Irishman. And I guess I think, I think Leo's got some pretty good range. I would say Tom Hanks. Yeah, uh, has Tom Hanks some is a good one. Range in there. Tom Hanks is. If I had to pick, I would probably go with Tom Hanks, but De Niro's up there. Uh, Denzel is up there. Denzel's a good uh, one. Yep. Denzel, Denzel, did Denzel start on Broadway? Did he start on doing plays before he did? I, I don't uh, know. Uh, I, that's a good I, question. So that's another one that was on that list that we haven't talked about was Training Day, which it's him and Ethan Hawke. Mm-hmm. That is a great yep. movie. If you haven't seen that, it's basically uh, Denzel Washington plays like a corrupt cop. And Ethan mm-hmm. Hawke is like his his protege or whatever you want to call it, his the new guy, and he's basically training him called Training Day, and he's like doing all this shit that Ethan Hawke's like, I don't think that's supposed to be a thing, and he's like calling him on it, and it's it's it gets really good, like it's it's really really good movie. Denzel in uh, have you seen Flight? Like that that one's yeah. super uh-huh. heavy when he's the the alcoholic or whatever. Um, yep, that's really really good. So yeah, he's that's yeah, a good one. De- Denzel has some Denzel has some pretty good range on on his movies too. I mean, even even there's always the older actors too that I don't. I think, think Clint Eastwood's also up there. Like a lot of like our uh, our grandparents would probably say Clint Eastwood's like in their top. Um, you know, that's that's a good one. And then like, I mean, I don't know the old old ones like Humphrey Bogart and and those type of actors. I'm oh, like, talking. Like I mean, like 20s, John, 30s, John 40s. Wayne, John what John Wayne, yeah, and like all the all the. Or all the uh, the westerns Western. is definitely going to be. I mean, he's kind of known for that one genre of the westerns. But yeah, some some of those older actors definitely have to give some consideration. But when you're talking about like over over time, I mean, again, films have evolved too. Like within the past thirty years, pretty rapidly, and mm-hmm. so I think you're seeing more. Well, you're seeing more films certainly, but also you're seeing actors go into like where a John Wayne might be. He's going to do Western after Western after Western because it's what he's good at and what people like to watch versus like a Leo who might be in a Wolf of Wall Street. And then he might be, you know, I'm what was the one with, um, Oh, Revenant was Revenant. Did he win the Oscar in Revenant? That's that the, the one he won, won his first one. And that's the only, yeah. that's the only one I yeah. have not seen of his movies. And not the only one, but one okay. of the main ones. It was okay. I yeah. didn't I didn't I didn't love it. The fact I think that I he didn't win for Wolf of Wall Street, through. but he fucking won for for Revenant. It's like what? Didn't make any well, sense. Wolf of, Wolf of Wall Street was more or less like again, it wasn't like a super great acting performance. But like I th- it was Oh, I think it was. Like that scene where he took all the quaaludes and he had to like climb into his Ferrari. I mean yeah that's so yes, fucking hard yes, to do. Yes, yes. He's he's incredible. Yes, that, I, I think it's also like the context was, of the of yes. what the movie is. I feel like if there's ever drugs and alcohol and sex, like I don't know this for a fact, but I feel like that that doesn't help your case in the Oscars. Like they don't want like all. Well, the, no, you know what and I mean, I, I, mean I, I think the ones that that win the best Oscars are the actors that play um, like either like schizophrenic or like mentally unstable characters. Cause they have to get into that, like that character. Yeah. That, that weird state, like, like Heath Ledger, when he played the Joker, even Joaquin Phoenix, when he played the Joker, just right. watch the Joker with Joaquin Phoenix, really good performance. Yeah. I think he won. I think he won the Oscar for that. That movie's fucked for, up, man. For, Holy shit. The, that, the, the Joaquin, the, Fien- the the Joaquin one, Phoenix Joker one is. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't that watch was, it again. Like it fucked with me. Like it's super depressing. Yeah. Because you just see oh. this guy like start here, like he's still down on himself, but you just see like the downward spiral, and then it well, all hits I at once. 
I didn't realize that when the scene in the end, right after he goes on the television show and then walks outside that, um, there's, there was the little kid there, right? There was a little kid throughout the whole movie. And then the little kid goes in the alley and his parents both get shot by the muggers. Cause although the whole city's going under unrest. And I was like, Oh, that's Batman. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. Boom. I was like, when they say, when they say Bruce, the- come here, Bruce, come back here. It's like, oh my yeah, God, no, that's Bruce it, Wayne. It didn't make the connection. Well, because they were talking about, they said Wayne, the, the politician's last name was Wayne, 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 whatever. And I didn't make the connection until they got shot. I'm like, oh, that's Batman. I was like, that's a nice tie connection, wrapping the whole story together on how the Joker came to be. Are they, aren't they making like, a second was, one? Or is that a rumor? I, I thought I heard that I, they were doing that. I haven't, I haven't heard, but yeah, I mean, it, it's. I still think Heath Ledger played a better Joker than... Than Joaquin oh, Phoenix did, but, but it's Joaquin, two different stories. It's it's that, yeah yeah it's, you know it's I mean? two different stories. And Joaquin Phoenix is a close sec, is a very very it's like a one A one B because because Joaquin Phoenix's Joker was pretty fucking solid. Throughout so that apparently Joker two is is planned as, according to IMDb. I see it on here, um, but it says it's in development. So that'll be interesting. So what what did you guys say? Did you guys say you had your pick for on that list? Yeah, I I, I said uh, I said Deer Hunter. Okay. First, I mean, because again, I just seen a lot, a lot of to me again. If that's a fantastic collection of movies, and I'm not like I love Godfather. It's not like one of my favorite movies. I, I consider it a one of the best movies of all time. Still, yes, but like I'm not as into the gangster movies as as a lot of people might be. And so that's where, like, I, that's why I picked Deer Hunter, just because I haven't mainly because I haven't seen it in a while, and I know it's a really good movie. Same with like Cool Hand Luke. You ever? I haven't, I haven't ever seen, seen cool that. Hand I've heard Luke. that's good. Yeah. That was another like good like random kind of old seventies movie that that not a lot of people probably have seen. Tali, what do you think? I would probably start with Wolf of Wall Street just to kind of like get you going and excited for the rest of them. It's and a then good movie. Kind of start going through like The Godfather and some of those. That's yeah, an underrated a lot of movie. Ones are like as far as like people saying like best of all time, Wolf of Wall Street's a great movie. I mean, again, some people don't like all the smut and all the all the shit yeah. that's in it but if you can handle all that like it's a I, great I movie i like it i like it but i i wouldn't put it in best of all time just because like yes it's a true story but i like the the movies that kind of have a deeper a deeper plot line or i i love like the the twist twist yeah, yeah yeah like sixth sense yeah or shutter island um, shutter island yeah that's a good or one. um What's that the one's fucked one? up. Um, fight, fight Club. Fight, fight Club. Club. Yep. Dude, fight Club, Shutter Island, and Sixth Sense are all like. I think Fight Club's movies. a little overrated. Like I like it, but I never loved. I mean, the well, twist was interesting, but other than that, the whole the yeah. whole plot was kind of fucking weird. You know. The twist. The twist ones are hard because once you've watched it, you already kind of know, and so you can't really get into it again. Shutter Island, though, I was like, holy. Seen fuck. Primal that Fear. One, I was. Uh, I don't think I've With, seen Prime. It's that Edward twist? Norton and Richard Gere. You want to talk about twists? Watch that one. Holy shit! Uh, That's a really, really good I, one. I don't think I've seen that one. Primal Fear. What are you, What are your guys' thoughts on Will Smith as an actor? I like him. I think he's. I I, I honestly like he's actors right. that can do multiple things. Like he was so good in you know Fresh Prince of Bel Air, like his big breakout showed how good of a comedic actor he is. But then he does like you know I am Legend, and he does uh, Pursuit of Happiness, and he does I Robot, and all this stuff. 
you know, it shows that he can do a million things. You know, he's he's good at a lot. Men in Black, yeah, and Hancock. Men in Black, he was funny and he was like, it was a good action movie for him. So I I think he's well rounded. I actually like Will Smith a lot. Again, I think like Will Smith, love him in Fresh Prince. Think he was awesome. I think the movies that he does, like Men in Black, was okay. I I I kind of liked it. Wasn't I'm not again. I'm not a huper suit. Huge super fan of those like sci-fi movies. So you went like, like I am legend. Same thing with like the apocalypse ones. Not really into those in like Hancock, you know, okay, I robot, whatever. Like those were those were fine. I think his performance in Pursuit of Happiness and his and his performance in Seven Pounds were excellent. I think both you of those Hitch? Yeah, I watched I do part like of him it. in Hitch. I do like him in Hitch. Not a huge I fan think of Kevin more, James. Yeah. It's okay. I'm, I'm more of a fan of Kevin James, though, than I am a fan of Will Smith. I, so that's why I think I like that movie. Anything with Kevin James in, I think, is fucking hilarious. Except for uh, Mall Cop, I think is stupid. Paul Blart, Mall Cop. Uh, see, I, I liked Paul Blart. Grown Ups 2 was the one he was in that was terrible. The I didn't mind the Grown Ups movies. Good. They the weren't good, but I kind of liked Grown Ups was uh, good. Yeah. Grown Ups was fine. Anything sequel after that was bad. But that's, again, yeah. that's just Adam Sandler being Adam Sandler. Making like, his money, like, who fucking cares, you know? Yeah, Adam Sandler can put out a movie and make money hand over fist because people will go watch it, even if it's the same exact thing. Because all his fucking movies are basically the same same thing. Yeah. Dude, dude's made a career out of hanging out with his friends on camera and making millions of dollars. Good that, to me, is what is the coolest thing, that him and David Spade and all those guys Chris Rock, are like, yeah. Yep. Are, are just like best friends and like all hang out and just fucking do movies together. It's like so that, funny we brought him to up is... today because I was watching like old interviews with him on Dan Patrick's show because Dan Patrick's in like all of his movies or a lot of them. So it's like cool to see him talk about all that stuff and talk about all those guys and you get behind the scenes stuff. Like nothing's better than sitting there watching those interviews with those actors and like hearing all the behind the scenes shit. It's awesome. So yeah, your thoughts on uh, the movie list we said. Who do you think you would have first. Um, it's 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 a good list. It's a good list of movies. The other thing we saw was, I believe Nick brought this to our attention. Uh, this tiger oh, meat so they call gross. it steak tartare uh, sandwich so that gross. apparently people are eating uh, in Wisconsin. They're eating these raw meat sandwiches because apparently it's a tradition for some families in Wisconsin. So the Wisconsin Department of Health Services put out a tweet basically reminding everybody, hey, this year, like, you know, again, you should not eat raw meat sandwiches. Probably not a good idea. And there's a picture of it. And uh, somebody basically goes on Facebook and says, I'm going to do what I want. That's what my family does. That's what we're always going to do. Basically, in a nice way, fuck off. Another guy says, raw beef, onion, salt, and pepper on mini rye bread. That's delicious. Uh, again, it's my family tradition. Oh, wow. I'm going to keep it going. What a psycho move. Oh, why have I never heard about this? This is disgusting. Holy well, shit. and so there's there's two points. Steak tartare is essentially the same thing, but typically it's coming from fancy restaurants where it comes out of a clean kitchen and don't have to worry about getting a coli and what any other disease that you get from eating uh, raw, uncooked meat. There's also There was another... Uh, Another version of this, some Italian word I can't really pronounce, capruccio, capriccio, I don't know how to pronounce it, um, but it's basically the same thing. But yeah, people are like, oh, we eat steak tartare at fancy restaurants. It's the same thing. Well, not Ugh. really. Like you don't really, if you if you buy a pound of hamburger meat at a 
grocery store. Like you don't really know what slaughterhouse that thing came from, yeah. or what, how it was processed and packaged. Like probably shouldn't be eating meat, but I've heard of people doing this before. I, 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 I've heard of, of people I know doing this before and I just cannot get behind it. I mean, I guess if you're thinking of it as like some sort of um, like spread and the consistency might be similar to something else you Ugh. eat if you did dip it in like hummus and stuff. But like if I knew what I was eating, that's just like, no. But that, no, that the texture, why? like you just said, the texture alone just makes me just fucking ugh. like I just well, I can't well, do but, it. But, but if you gave me if you gave me that and, and I guess i don't really know what raw hamburger meat would taste like but if you gave me that and then you gave me something of similar texture and i was blindfolded i might not be as grossed out but then if you told me it was hamburger it's, it's like when you go to a restaurant and you and someone's put something in front of me and say hey here eat this it tastes really good and you, and you might eat it and say yeah that tastes really good what is it and then like oh it's like veal or like fucking yeah. dead cat or like cow's eye you're At, like oh. after you eat it so so we do have listener questions it, right. coming up later but not since we're talking about this it kind of flows right into it um so drew was asking what is an example of a food that you have never tried but you never intend to try like it's one of those things you see and you're like i know i'm not gonna like that but i've never had it you guys got anything so tiger meat. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah tiger meat yeah straight from uh carol baskin's cage yeah. um i i would say before i did it i did it on a business trip to please the um i was with clients and so they were doing it so I was like okay i'll do it was tofu oh. and i will never fucking eat tofu again it was absolutely disgusting so you wouldn't have eaten it if, um, they, if they weren't having it like i'm saying like you never no, you knew you were gonna hate I mean, it they, going into it they paid for the meal yeah and they're like oh yeah just like try it and i'm like okay like i'm trying to be polite Ugh. right not and they and they could tell i didn't like it and so the next day when we went out to dinner like oh let's go get hamburgers more your speed right yeah. i'm like yeah definitely and uh but you know we got we were drunk on sake anyway and so it didn't really make a whole lot of difference um but yeah tofu would have been the one I would say because I really don't like any fish, like mm -hmm. weird fish. And, and I'm trying to bring myself to maybe try like salmon or tilapia, some of those fish that they say are healthy for Those you. are delicious. Tilapia is really good. I've never had salmon, but, but tilapia I, is good. Again, I've never, I've never salmon had them. I just, I just have this weird like, yeah, I mean, probably like, like octopus legs or some shit like mm -hmm. that. Something that's like maybe a delicacy in a seafood restaurant, but I'm just not trying to eat it. Like, um, what's that? What's some other like weird like seafood? Uh, so uh, mahi like, mahi like, like yeah, yeah like calamari. Oysters. I have had calamari. I don't really like it. Again, like oysters. Yeah, oysters know, just, just ah. like not. It's nothing. It's just like a slimy ball of yeah, goo. exactly. It's like a booger. You're, you're yeah, and booger, you put it on a like, cracker. Ooh. It's like you put you put a oh, booger on a cracker. It's literally ooh. what it is. That's disgusting. You no. gotta not get raw ones. Get them a little bit cooked. They're delicious. Yeah, Tolly's over here. Like, yeah, man, they're they're fire. They're, they're fire. fire. Same thing with clams. Time. Like. You, people eat raw clams. Those are disgusting. It's like snot going down your throat. Oh, right. you, oh. you take your clam, you take the clam and put it on the grill, wait for it to pop open. Absolutely delicious. I come from the Midwest and I like to eat cows. I like to eat pigs. cows. I like to have that burger all the way cooked, motherfucker. That's what I like. 
Nah, a little pink's all right. A little pink's a little all right. pink. Not like that. Not that pink. Holy shit. No, raw, no, raw no. We, meat. Want, we want it cooked. I don't want it raw. We so that's like cooked. that's like me, like casseroles. I so my mom when I was a kid knew I didn't like I like broccoli now, but I wasn't I'm not a cheesy consistency guy, like we've talked about this. So she yeah, had like a broccoli cheddar like casserole. I've never tried it, but I know I'm not gonna like it, so I'm not gonna eat that. So that's that's what my answer is. Like any of that cheesy casserole. Yeah, but I don't like that. That's, that's not mine. No, it's disgusting. Yeah, it's not bad. And then I don't love Brussels sprouts. It's not my speed. Brussels sprouts. The other oh, one. Oh yeah, I there you try. go. Yep. I mean, Delicious. I haven't tried it, but I I just bleh. just don't want to. Yeah, I, don't I don't want one today. You did? Yeah, they're delicious. Bringing that shit no, to the office. <laughs> I have a couple times already. Oh, here you go. I got another one for you. Sardines. Never had it. Never used will. To, yep, it's a good one. Used to, You've had used them to too. Be a kid. Jesus, oh. Tolly. Dude, there used so, to be this That kid was at, actually how I kind of had my first beer. Uh, right out my parents here a little bit. Little underage. Home one day with the parents to get sardines and mustard sauce. Open that up. Put it on a cracker. Give oh. that and a beer. Ice cold Labatt beer. Delicious. What the fuck do they do to you in Buffalo? I literally want a uke right now. It tastes dude. so good. In mustard Disgusting. sauce? Mustard? Yeah, hey, get the sardines and mustard Let's sauce. Let's just make it grosser and oh. dip it in mustard. What the fuck is wrong with you guys? Then you don't put Ew. ranch on your wings. You guys are fucked up. Blue cheese is disgusting, yeah, you, by the way. It is garbage, too. Dude, sardines are so gross. Oh, Those are good. Oh, they smell. and Oh, dude, I want to throw up right now. That is so nasty. That is so nasty. Oh, God. Do you, eat like, is psycho. Do you eat like cow brains and shit, too? Yeah, you guys Not eat like cow dead. brains. I have had some questionable <laughs> pieces from a pig that was uh, smoked in our backyard, though. May or may not have been an eyeball. An eyeball? Oh! A pig's eyeball you from ate? Pig. I see, like, a it pig was so pig. good. What do you mean it was so, so good? good? It's an eyeball. <laughs> Aren't all Man, eyeballs like the same? Don't they all Nasty. probably taste similar? Like it's a fucking eye. You're not supposed to eat the eye. <laughs> The eye! Get going on a big web rant here. Like, the eye? Wait, I'm, I, I don't no. understand. They came up to me and they were like, here, eat this. And then. Oh, so you said so yes. It could have been a fucking worm. Yeah. Oh, it's, oh, yeah, I'll take so it. If we're you on gotta a, try on it. This, Can't knock it till you try it. If You're, we're doing the survivor challenge, we're putting out Tali to eat the, eat the sheep's God. brain and the fucking tarantulas. Would you eat a tarantula if you had to? How much? How much you have to be paid to, to eat a tarantula? Big old hairy oh. fat tarantula. Is it alive? I mean, as long as it, as long as it was cooked. Oh I'm, yeah, it's, it's alive. I'd do it too. for a alive. We can't do alive. Yeah, you can yeah. if you'd like. It's got to be cooked. You want to do that? Then you eat some raw hamburger. I'll do that. How much would you have a to million be paid times. To, how much would you have to be paid to eat a live tarantula? Dude, like I hate cooked, spiders. That's it. fucking disgusting. Like, gah! I hate that. Even thinking about that. Dude, when we were out uh, when we were in New Mexico backpacking, we were taking down our camp and my sister had her backpack and she picked up like her coat off her backpack and there was a big ass tarantula. Like ah, that stop. big. Fucking I hate hate tarantulas. Whoop. Like when I was a kid I went to the zoo and I saw them in that little fucking cage. I would like turn around and make sure his buddy wasn't trying to get me. Like I, I hate I them. I would rather Oh god. Mess with a tarantula and a snake, I think. What about, Honestly, have you guys? Go ahead. Have you or would you try like frog legs, gator? I've had gator. Gator's stuff? good. Gator's really good. It's like tough maybe, chicken. Maybe gator. 
Probably squirrel. not frog's legs. Squirrel. Not squirrel. Nope. No. I, I wouldn't touch. Still good too. I wouldn't touch squirrel either. No. You no, wouldn't even know, know you were touching it. You would think it's chicken. Yeah, literally. Uh, yeah. Would. Let us know what you think. How you would answer that question? An example of a food that you've never tried but you never intend to because of the look of it, the texture, the smell, whatever. Let us know. Three one four eight seven seven eight five nine seven. And by the way, if you ever want to submit your listener questions, you can call in on the number. It's a voicemail line or a text line, 314-877-8597. We'll get to the uh, the other one here at the end of the show. Uh, we have a – do we are going to play a game? We're going to play a game today? Tally, do we have questions? Uh, I do not have questions because okay. every time I tried my internet went out. Well, that's fine. We'll skip, we'll skip this week. I do have another conversation then instead of the game. Um, I saw this, someone tweeted this out on Twitter, tweeted this out on Twitter. They said that they put on their shoes and their socks, and instead of going both socks and both shoes, they go sock shoe with a bare foot <laughs> and then sock shoe. Oh, what? So it made me no. think, Do how do you guys like put your clothes on in the morning? Do you have a weird routine? Is it like, you know what I mean? Like, okay, so uh... for instance, I think what I think is normal, what I do most of the time, I'll go. I'm naked. I go underwear first, then pants, then socks, shirt, and I'm good to go. So shirt's the last thing I so, put on. I usually do. I use. Oh, I use a God. body lotion after I get out of the shower. <laughs> Save that. And so I moist. I moisturize because my skin gets dry during the winter, and so I I moisturize up top. It's just it's just my my chest and my arms I'm and my a face bitch. like it dries. So uh, I'll obviously do do boxers, and I you know do my morning routine, moisturize, brush my teeth, do my hair, all that jazz, and then I walk out. Then I actually my my top half still drying, so I actually put on my socks first, then I put on my pants, then I put on my shirt, then Ooh. my sweatshirt, then my hat, then my hat, and mm. then my shoes last. I always I always try to put my shoes on too in the morning, right when I get up or after I get out of the shower, or whatever, because if I get back into bed. Before I put my shoes on, I'll tend to sit there and look on my phone. But for whatever reason, I don't want to have shoes on in my bed. So if I put my shoes on, I actually get up and get my day started versus fucking around. So you do put on pants TikTok. on first and then shirt after? I do pants, then shirt, yes. Okay, that's what I do. Tally, what about you? So I normally go underwear, undershirt that I'm going to tuck in anyway. Okay. Then pants. Okay. Then whatever the, else over that. The big, and then the big socks undershirt. for last. I'm not a big, big undershirt under guy. guy. For a big guy, I don't I'm sweat that bad, even. honestly. No. So I sweat no. really bad. So like under polos and stuff, I have to have an undershirt. That's what's great yeah. about working at Lindenwood. We got the black polos, so you can you can't even see any sweat stains. It's kind of nice. But I was I, curious. I use that. I use that degree for men, so you know, no 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 sweat stains. No free ads. Twenty four hour protection. Twenty four hour protection. <laughs> you got a free. You got an ad that you're getting paid on the side for or something. Right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had to sneak. Wasn't really sure where I was going to get that ad snuck in there, but hey, we, we made it happen. Degree for men. I'm telling you. I mean, I'm not even sweating. You can't even tell. I'm not Go even online sweating. online right now. 50% off. Code Nick. Lovely fragrance. <laughs> hey, maybe they'll listen to this podcast and then uh, throw some sponsor. Throw some dough. Not if we keep getting hey, free that, shit, that's Nick. How we got. that's how we got Manscaped. All Tally had to do was was comment that's Manscaped, true. sponsor these guys. And they're like, okay, DM us. Yeah, yeah that was, that was nice. Did. That was nice. But uh, I don't know. I, I was wondering if anybody did the weird thing of like, okay, walk in, butt ass naked, shirt first, 
So I walk around <laughs> just with my my wing hanging out and a shirt on. It's just odd. No, this, no, it's just like, a weird like, thing. I don't like the junk hanging out, man. We got to get that all all nice and yeah. tucked in. Get that we're... get that situated. So you walk around. I look like a fucking underwear model every time in my house. I walk through and the package is showing off real nicely, and I kind of like pose like, "Hey, yeah, you, you need to good to see get the boxers that, that formulate the package." Yeah, the worst when you got more when you got morning wood and you got to go take a piss though. That's then, the worst. <laughs> and you gotta you gotta try to direct it down in the bowl and you're half asleep. Come on. Laura actually asked me that before. She goes, "How do you pee?" <laughs> With like a boner in the morning, and I said that's not easy because you gotta you gotta sit you gotta sit back and you gotta gotta get this angle and it's like you know you gotta point it down yeah. and it's fucking it's like honestly really uncomfortable but you, I don't want to spray everywhere so you gotta do what you gotta do. Well, I, half the time I don't turn on the lights and I'm like half asleep, so you, you know don't, my, that's a rookie move, be... Nick. You don't know where that fucking thing is going. You're getting thirty percent in the bowl, maybe. Uh, you just gotta clean the bathroom every once in a while. <laughs> Damn it, Nick, had, Nick had a fucking boner again, and he was he was, <laughs> was, he was trying to pee. Sprinkling like, the whole fucking like shower. Motherfucking hose just like oh, going crazy. What the fuck? Oh, it's a, it's a hose, all right. Stop. All right. It'll that's be a good enough. question for for the girls on bras to see if girls, you know, go in a different order. Yeah, go in a different direction. See if yeah, that, that, general. That that's interesting. Like, do you do you go at what point do you put on a bra? Do you just go braless some day? Some girls go no bra some days. You know, yeah. how do you determine what day you go with a bra and what day you don't? Yeah. I mean, a lot of there's all kinds of different, you know, fucking like guys have like pants and shirts. Girls have like skirts, shorts, pants, rompers, dresses. I mean, you know, how do you decide? A lot of questions. Yeah, see, I, I don't wear a bra ever, but I'm dirty. So you just wanted to drop there. No, I didn't. I no, didn't. You, you you are. Oh, I'm you, a whore. You're not. <laughs> you're not, not dirty. You, you are a little bit of a whore, but you do wear the same fucking shirt every day. I've I seen do you wear not. That shirt the past three shows. No, I wear Vegas shirt. I've it's seen, the same color. That's why. I, no, no. I seen you wear the Blue Moon shirt at least the past three shows. It's not. not that's not even true. It is. Hey Nick, what are you wearing? <laughs> I don't remember that one. <laughs> Same thing. Tigers. Tigers sweatshirt. It's a big Tigers day because of our big dub over the weekend. That's awesome. Big so so dub. happy for you guys. Big dub. I haven't I haven't got a chance to rub that one in yet. Actually I did on Sunday, but that uh, was better uh, you rub you it actually in beat than me rub this it week. What'd you say? You actually beat me what? Nothing. You beat me? What you beat you beat me this week in football for once. Yeah, Actually I did. had a good week. What do you mean for once? It happens all the time. It's just a fluke year. I'm just I felt bad for anybody you. Got the Ra- anybody got the Ravens score? Not to go up top. Uh, right? No, I haven't looked at the score in a while here. They it's were 14, up 14-14. 14, 14-14 14, 14 right now. Second quarter. So there's the barn the burner of a game. Barn burner of a game. Uh, I tell you what you can do right now. You can go over to Book It HQ on Twitter. Go follow Book It Sports. And you got to go download that app. Because right now it's in the App Store. Uh, unfortunately, Nick's face is all over it. If you click on the app to, to go look at it, sure all the is. screenshots are Nick Yale. But uh, I'll tell you right now, it's the best app out there if you're a sports better. You go out there. It's basically Instagram and Twitter and Facebook all combined, but only for betters. You go out there for sports betting. You can make your picks. You can put your bet slips out there. Tell people what you're betting. It shows your record. You can post videos. You can post clips. It's a fucking blast. Book It Sports is the next biggest thing, man. Got to check it out at Book at HQ. Uh, Nick and them are just 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 killing it. I mean, the app looks great, Nick. It really does. Truly, truly does. 
Thank you. Clip that off so that we can post that tomorrow on social media from Book It Sports, please. Thank you. I will. You got it. Um, Great. Also, uh, Ace is Wild, another fantastic sponsor we have. Alex Schlemmer over in Columbia, Illinois. We've talked about him a million times because he's a loyal sponsor, not only on this program, not only on Bras on the Balcony, but on From the 50. He sponsors the Locks of the Week. We call it the Ace of the Week over there. Uh, Mine didn't hit this, or it did hit this week. Chargers did. My dog didn't, but uh, my, my Ace did. Uh, it's Aces Wild over in uh, Columbia, Illinois. Go tell Alex Schlemmer that we sent you at 208 North Main Street. They got ice cold beer. They got liquor. They got Golden Tea Golf there, Nick. Okay? And you can play that while Golden you're watching games. They got tea. big screens there. They got one big screen. They got a couple TVs as well to watch the games. They got five machines there for you to gamble on, I've... slot machines. And guess what? It's also it's in Columbia, Illinois, so you can go do some live betting and watch the game over there. So you got to check out Aces Wild, 208 North Main Street, Columbia, Illinois. Nick. Zook was the there. only one to miss his ace this week, so those aces are looking good. They're looking good. The ace of the week. You can you can go pick your ace of the week at Aces Wild this week. How about that for a read? Um, I do have one more conversation. If you guys want to talk Hell talk yeah. this one over, it's uh one more listener question. Again, submit your questions three one four eight seven seven eight five nine seven or DM us on uh, Twitter or Instagram. Uh, this one comes from Steven, Nick, and uh, uh, Steve. Steve is wondering. This is a really good question. Okay, so you have five minutes to hide a paperclip in your home. A detective has 24 hours to find it, and if they don't find it, you get 10 grand. If they find it, you get zero. 24 hours, though, they got to find a paperclip. If they don't, you get $10,000. Where are you going to hide the paperclip, Nick? What are you going to do? First thought is to take out the interior of the fridge i've seen this done in a in a in a crime movie and hide it on the inside of the interior of the fridge and then put the whole fridge casing uh, back on would be my ah. would be my first uh would be my first thought process it's not bad um uh, because that'd be that'd be a tough spot to look for so i thought Dude, can doing... i can i can i manip can i manipulate anything can I mean, I, like I, I think it's like kind of fair game. Like I thought about taking part of the carpet out and putting it down. I thought about uh, taking out the the outlet, like the case around the outlet, like Walter White did when he hid that like little the drugs yeah. or whatever inside, and you like could tape that on the inside of it and go on the outlet. I think that could be good. What else did I say? Oh, a vent. So you take out the vent and then you like tape it on the inside of the vent opening. So even if they open the vent, it's like or the vent cage or whatever, you can't see it unless you look like down and it's like hidden so i think there's a lot of things you could do if you can manipulate it if you just gotta put it in a drawer then you're fucked but if you can manipulate it i mean you're probably what if you hide grand. it in plain sight like literally just like paper clip is it like a certain color like what if you put it in with a bunch of other paper clips just like in oh a container? wow that's kind of cool i didn't think about that or put it on a, a two pieces of paper to put two pieces of paper and put it in a, in a file cabinet and like just yeah, you know, it would never look there. Yeah, with, with, with this, like with all the rest. That's what I'm saying. Like, don't don't like overthink it. Don't like knock out the walls or do anything that could be, you know, conspicuous as a uh, as a potential landing spot. Like, oh yeah, you, okay, this paint has been redone. Boom, open it up. Boom, there it is. Something like that. Yeah, I don't or know. like 
Oh man, a detective! You give detective twenty four hours. It's a lot Shit, of time. Could, that that is that's a lot of fucking time. Honestly, though, and you only have five minutes to hide, hide it, it, so you're not going to have time to repaint part of a wall or anything like that. Can I stick it in the drain? <laughs> it's in your house. Can I like, just dr- drop it down the down the drain pipe? It's in your house. Technically, so if it's still be. if it still is in your house, it's fine. So my thing is. I don't think you want to do this because if I'm thinking down this path, if, okay, so if they think everything's fair game, like the carpet, the walls, whatever, they could bust up your fucking house. So like 10 grand might not cover all the expenses that they do of tearing up your carpet, knocking all your walls in. Like, I mean, you're talking a lot of money here. So honestly, you could pay, even though they pay you the 10 grand, it's not really worth it. You know, I mean, again, would be interested in my dad's response to this. Cause I think he would have a pretty good, uh, a pretty good thought process here. Um, when we were hiding Easter eggs, now eventually we got older and older and got harder and harder. And so one year we're like, make them really fucking hard, like really hard. And I spent, I mean, I don't, I think there might've been like three that we didn't get, but, um, and I spent like, I thought of everything and I did that. Like kind of like tore apart the house and granted it's an egg. So versus like a paper clip, right? You would think even easier. Right. And so have you ever gotten those giant case of muffins from Sam's before? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? At yeah, all? Yeah, you do sure. know what I'm talking about? Yeah, okay. Yeah. So they have like all the different kinds, banana, nut, blueberry, double chocolate, whatever. So I was looking at it and like one of those was sitting on the table. It was all completely fully wrapped, whatever he had. I don't know if he unwrapped it. I think he cut. No, I think what he did was he took a razor blade and cut a slit like in the bottom of it because it was all like perfectly still wrapped and stuff. I was like, did he rewrap it? Yeah. And because he's like, oh, go open the muffins. And like, and so like I opened them up. I think he had taken a, taken a razor blade and slit it in and then stuck the egg underneath it in, it, in there somehow. Oh, my God. But uh, it was fucking he went to some lengths to hide those Easter eggs. There, there was a, something else that he did too. A couple other crazy ones. I don't know. I'll have to ask, ask him what, what they were. But I remember that last year that we hunted Easter eggs. It was like fucking challenge. Honestly, they I, were like I, inside, inside of things like crazy. I hate that. Like the fun part about hide and seek when you were a kid or the fun part about being able to hide Easter eggs is to be the guy that gets to hide or hide something. Like being a seeker sucks. Like it's like no fun. All you do is like you think you got it handled. Like you think you found whatever, whether it's the person or the whatever's being hidden, and then you just get frustrated because it's you can't figure it yes. out. It's annoying as shit. Well, with my cousins, we used to play a game. I forget what it's called. You, it may have been sardines. Um, oh, we talked about sardines one, earlier, Nick. <laughs> no, no, no. It's it's like where one person's, and that's why I might be fresh in my mind. Um, but where one person hides, everyone else is a seeker. But once you find the person, you hide with them. Oh, I've the heard last of that. Person yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it is sardines, and then, actually. Like, yeah, I think you're right. I, th- I'm think- I think it is sardines. And like w- once you're once you're like walking around the house and you don't see anybody else, you're like, fuck. Like I'm clearly the last up. one. This is bullshit. And yep. then you and then but it's like you kind of win because then you become the hider and you try to think of a really tough spot and then everyone has to come find you. And so it's uh we, we definitely played that when we were kids though. Yeah. That's it's hard though when you get older, like you're a teenager, like a young teenager, like right before you're about yeah. to get over that. But I'm I was like six one when I was like twelve, so I couldn't fucking yeah, hide anywhere because like I'm just like this big Limited. lengthy motherfucker. 
you know, and then they'd like always look in the one spot they knew I was at, like the closet or someone nor- somewhere normal I could fit. Because <laughs> when I was a kid, we used to have these like two drawers or like, yeah, the two drawers or whatever, the doors in the, uh, in the cabinet and I would hide in there and it would perfectly close in the kitchen. It was a perfect hiding spot. Then I got my growth spurt and it's like, okay, fuck, I can't do that anymore. So I decided Hides to hide behind, behind the, the door. Tree. Yeah. Something stupid. It's <laughs> like, Oh, there's TJ behind the fucking door again. And I go, I know, because I can't hide anywhere else, dicks. Like, fun for me. I was a seeker every time. Every time. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like you had some childhood trauma there. I'm telling you. When's, did you ever build a, when's the last time you built a fort? Forts. We built we built blanket. Uh, blanket forts a ton. We so we had yeah. what we did is we had the couches downstairs and like the what do you call it like the recliner would go out. But we had the you know the L couch. We were hashtag blessed, Nick. We had the L couch. Oh, and this part couch. had the recliner. This part had the recliner. So they all kind of like meshed together. And we threw blankets over it, and it was, it was awesome. It was great. Yeah, we had we did blanket forts all the time. Blanket forts were fun. Yeah. Good times. We used to set up like GameCube in there. Like we used to make it like a fucking palace. Oh, yeah. It was like top of the top fort. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. Pretty legit. Yeah. Let us know if uh, you built forts as a kid. 314-877-8597. Uh, anything we talked about today, good conversations all around. And uh, make sure you go follow us at Brews B-O-T-B everywhere on social media. Um, you know, coming up in a couple weeks when we get back from, uh, I'll be going to Tahoe on Friday. Nick and I might record brews out there. Oh my gosh. Over in Reno at the Book at HQ Studios. Wow. So that'll be fun. Um, but I think in a couple weeks, Tali's going to help us out with this and we're going to look at, you know, uh, kind of a recap of the year, our best brews moments, maybe do that for our final brews episode of the year. Uh, get you ready for 2021. Big things coming, man, with uh, with Book It, with Brews, with From the 50, with everything. And uh, we can't thank you guys enough for continuing to follow along. So, uh, gentlemen, you got anything else? No, it was a good show. What do we get, Tolly? Grade-wise? Yeah, what do you B-? think, Tolly? What do you, what do you got? Oh, it's solid A. Solid A. All right. I'll take solid a solid A, a today. We're not, we're not complete fuck-ups. Took a little sideways Say there that. at the beginning when I got my charger and was trying to tell the story about TikTok. You know, that's gonna be the best clip of the show, that. though. That's that's that was know. like you know that that was like I fumbled on the first possession of the game, but then and we rebounded. I, I got the tutty later on because that that is like the Nick Good Yale story there, Nick. Nice Nobody story, asked you. Nick. That's like the Nick Yale storytelling thing where he's like finally at the punchline and then he's like I gotta get my charger. Hold on, and he just like, takes <laughs> hold off. on. Yeah, it's happened the past like three shows. My yeah. I start with like 60% battery or what I thought was 60% battery and then it goes down 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 I don't know this computer's like not that old it's like a few years old yeah and maybe it's just know. user error you know could be probably could be likely. user error so like Lee alright well we'll have a good week uh, we'll see you guys next week Bra's coming up in a couple days uh, from the 50 we're at week 15 now of the regular season so go follow us on Facebook over there and that'll do it for Tolly for Nick I'm TJ see you guys soon Bye, Deutschland! Bras on balcony! <laughs> <laughs>